that's one of my favorite parts is like how can we outmaneuver the competition and that's what brand strategy is if you take the marty newmeyer approach like how with rad like how can we make you radically different and outmaneuver the other competition or just create a completely new industry for you hello everyone and welcome to the everybody brands podcast where we know that if you don't have clarity about your brand and for your business, neither do your customers. The Everybody Brands Podcast helps you build a brand that inspires people to listen, trust, and act so people buy and your business grows. Today, we're talking with Stephanie Owens, certified brand strategist and founder of Gold Sheep Design. Stephanie helps businesses in the music world build brands with strategy and soul. She's a self-described introverted rocker, helping musicians grow crowds of super fans by cranking their brands to 11. Welcome, Stephanie, to the Everybody Brands Podcast. I've been on Clubhouse Podcast. a lot recently, listening in on some conversations and some brand strategists have said, like, do personal brands even need brand strategy? Because if brand strategy is all about differentiation, you're you're just you and that's what makes you different. But I think I see it, a, it's a much bigger complex situation, then you're just you. And that's what makes you different because I think a lot of people still need even musicians who are probably some of the most creative people in the world still have a hard time expressing who they are and expressing how their music is different in a way that is easy to understand or even just honing in on like really owning who they are and, and breaking away from what's traditionally going on in in the music space Mm -hmm. yeah and and being comfortable with who they are because sometimes you we find that so when we're doing like we'll do ceo branding and we'll say this is who you need to be Uh, like last week i asked a, a a client i said are you comfortable being the face of the organization and she was silent and the 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 board of directors chairperson said she is uncomfortable, but we're, we're asking her to be more comfortable with it uh, because you, you just have to have that, any, that bold, maybe even bold, quiet confidence. Um, and, it's, and it's going to be different for a musician because sometimes you have to be really out there or you have to be someone who's more quiet and just really authoritative. Like, you know, you don't see some of the older, I would say like, um, boy, who do I think of? You know, who, who would be a musician who's like just quietly, boldly confident that you can think of? James Hetfield from Metallica. He doesn't even have a social media presence. Like all of the other members of Metallica have an Instagram account at least. Nope. He's just, he's not, he doesn't need to do it. He doesn't, he, but he's the face of the band. When you think Metallica, well, they're all famous now, but it's always sort of like Papa Het is what they call him. He's, he's the front man but he's not out there making reels or going on Instagram stories or posting about anything. He, he probably has a Twitter. Granted, I am not really that big on, I don't, not that I'm not big on Twitter. I don't know much about Twitter. And I think that's part of specializing is knowing, you know, if, if someone needs help with Twitter, I'm going to find someone else to help them because I can't do everything. My, my zone of, I'm not going to say expertise or genius or anything, but of comfort is Instagram. And if, if a client needs help with something else, I know, okay, who do I know that I can come and bring on to help them with that? Because I cannot do it all. I work with my husband. He can't do it. We, the two of us cannot do it all. So we, you know, depending on what our client needs, 
if they need Twitter, we will go find them a Twitter expert. We've been working in various fields creatively for 20 years, each of us, but just owning our own business together for the last three or four. And from the, and it, and it was scary at first we were like, cause we have a business coach and he's just like, you need to start finding freelancers. You need to, and then we were like, Oh no, I don't want to do that. But now we're thinking, okay, yeah, we can take on this project and not do the production work because we don't like doing production work. And we have a design assistant now that can do the production work that can do video editing that can do website tweaks. And it's, it is, it's so nice to think, okay, when a client comes to us, we, we can help them because we can just find the right person. We're helping a guitar shop in Los Angeles with their video marketing. I can help manage that. I've learned how to product manage video production from one of the, one of the best in the industry. He's worked with Coldplay. He's worked with Xbox. I don't know how to do all of that stuff, but he's taught me the, the, the project management side of it. So I know how to hire out and help my clients the best way I can. And I think that for me, I would much rather have a long-term relationship with my clients and be able to help them in the long-term because a lot of branding, it's, it's a long-term investment. We can't just sit down and do a a two-day workshop and then be like, okay, we're done. (laughs) Unless they have an internal team and they're ready to roll. But, uh, but my, a lot of my clients don't. So how else can we help them long-term? We do identity design, but from there, how else can we help them? We can help them build websites by finding the people that can build websites. We can help them with their video production and their social media marketing and, and all of those needs just by finding the right people and also finding people that are experts in doing it in the music industry. Um, that helps a lot if they need photography. I know a lot of people that are, you know, really great guitar photographers, gear photographers. And so that just gets back to specializing. And I think that's a big, a big hurdle for a lot of business owners is the idea of, of specializing. And I understand there's pros and cons to specializing and being a generalist, but from my point of view, I just get more joy out of working with musicians it's, it's just such a big part of our lives that that's why we, we, we had a very difficult 2020 and we were just like, we need our lives to have more happiness. So that's why we decided to, you know, what's something we love more than most things and it's music. And so now that we're working in this world, it's our lives are so much happier and we're able to find the right freelancers a lot easier because we know, okay, yeah, you've done music videos. Cool. Oh, you do gear photography. Cool. I've got a project for you. They just know the world. And, and I think working with freelancers, there is an aspect of trust. There's that, that like, I don't want to give up. Like, what if they mess up? We do such great work, just the two of us on our own. We don't want to oversee it, but if, if we can trust them, cause they have a portfolio of like, yes, that's exactly what we need it's going to make the project flow a lot easier. Our clients are going to get great results and we're not going to be as stressed about who we're hiring. We had a client that, you know, they had a guitar shop that had an old WordPress from probably the nineties 
couldn't even sell anything on it. White text on a black, you know, you know, you know what I mean? We had actually two of those last year. One was a guitar shop and one was a wine shop and they weren't able to sell anything. And then 2020 happened, the 2020 happened and they were like, we need to start selling things now. And I was like, okay, well, we need to get this done for you fast. And your setup isn't that difficult. So Shopify for both of them worked perfectly because they're just small businesses. They don't have a lot of inventory, but then we have one, one business that we work with tons of inventory. Shopify would never work for them. So I think that's also part of the strategy is figuring out like, you've got to have a strategy going in to that, a touch point like that of a website, like who's going to be using this? How much product are you selling? Um, and what are the different needs? Like for instance, and this is where just specializing in music has helped us when a client comes to us and says, we need one place where we can just post our guitars and they will automatically go out to reverb and they will automatically go out to eBay and automatically go out to Instagram and automatically go out to Etsy. And I'm like, okay, I know exactly how to do that. Because I, so and I, I don't need to be like, what's reverb again? I already know that. And when I'm helping him put his product on, like, I, I know what a Les Paul is. I know what a Strat is. I know the different tags that need to be used. And I think that has helped establish trust with clients as well, is they know I know the world. I know the, I know the jargon. I grew up in a family of guitar players. So I, I play the guitar myself. That's actually how... A lot of like I'm I'm I consider myself an introverted metalhead. I am not good at marketing. I am at myself. I am okay. not good at networking and meeting people. So how do I meet my clients? Well, this one I was in his guitar shop buying a guitar, and then he was just like, "So what do you do?" And I was like, "I, I run a, a design a, a design studio for musicians. I'm just not good at talking about myself either." He's like, "Oh." can you do websites? I was like, yeah, I can do websites. He's like, let's talk. And it was like the easiest sale I ever made because I was just basically just buying a guitar off of the guy. And he was just like, let's talk. And now we have this long-term relationship of helping him be like the place to get vintage guitars in Los Angeles, which we're working on a game plan and the competitive analysis because he's got some steep competition, but that's one of my favorite parts. It's like, how can we outmaneuver the competition and that's what brand strategy is if you take the marty newmeyer approach like how with rad like how can we make you radically different and outmaneuver the other competition or just create a completely new industry for you right yeah that idea of zagging when everybody else is zigging um and and if you're just joining us here on the everybody brands podcast i'm, I'm talking with stephanie owens of gold sheep studio is it gold, 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 sheep, sheep? gold sheep design? We gold just sheep design. We you just changed it, it just yes. like minutes before we talked. I just learned about it. <laughs> um, and, and we're, we're talking about branding, but we're also talking about music and, and branding for musicians and um, gear manufacturers. And so I want to ask what, what guitar were you buying? Because I want to compare guitars. Okay. Well, I was buying, and this, I actually have a whole story that I could tell about why I was buying. And it's like, has to do with branding. It's a Manson um, MB2 special edition. It is a very rare guitar. Manson Guitar Works is owned by uh, the singer of In Muse, which is my favorite band. I'm actually wearing their shirt right now. 
Um, it's, and it only comes, it, that is his signature model. And it's in this very beautiful hollow spec sparkle finish. It's got like a DJ scratch pad on it. They don't come out very often. And I think there's only one retailer of them in the United States. And that ended up being my client. Uh, and so I think he was also kind of intrigued by this like introverted woman coming into his shop buying a ten thousand dollar guitar and there there it definitely goes to branding with the whole idea of like is that guitar worth it it was worth it to me that it's not worth it to everyone else so manson guitar works is like a charismatic brand for me Mm -hmm. you just can't replace them because you can't replace matthew bellamy and Matthew Bellamy is like, for me, like if I could ever play guitar like that, man, I would a fraction, I would be a happy person. I would feel complete in my guitar endeavors. Uh, but I also have a Gretsch. I bought, you know, I bought a Gretsch uh, from our, from our client. And then I also have a, a Fender Jazzmaster on, uh, on custom shop order. So, you know, I, uh, I am a collector and an okay player, <laughs> but um, more than anything, I'm a brander. <laughs> Brand is the way I see it, is the way other people see you and the way other people feel about you or your product or your service, whatever it is that what, that you're selling. It's it. It's not what you say. I guess Jeff Bezos said this. It's not what you say it is. I think he said brand is what other people say about you when you're not in the room. It's not what you say it is. It's what everyone else says it is. And so branding, I always see branding as how can we shape what other people say about us and feel about us and how they see our brand? How can we influence that? with different touch points. And then to go deeper into that, then there's brand strategy, part of brand strategy and, and branding is, is influencing the way that the, the world sees us and interacts with us. But it's also that outmaneuvering of, of the competition as well to create something radically different. So branding is the act because I, I feel like this is so confusing to so many people, even people that talk about branding, is the act of influencing the way others see your brand. If you're confused on what brand and branding is, read Marty's books. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I think it also, it, it, it doesn't help that there are other people saying, oh, you, you don't need to worry about your branding. Just get some colors and fonts. And for me as a, a design snob, I'm like, it's typeface. Let's, let's just set that straight. But it like a lot of people just think that it's, you just need to get, just figure out the way your brand looks and then that, and then you have your brand, but it's so much deeper than that. Yeah. And it is, it is part, I, I call it visual identity design as well. Uh, it's part of branding, but it's, it is not all there is to branding. If this podcast helps you build a beloved brand and gain new customers, please open your podcast app and leave a five-star review so more people can discover and listen to the experts and insights we share every episode. 
long-term, what, what do you, where do you see yourself? Like in three years, if we were having this conversation and everything is going great in your business, what has, what has happened? What transformation has happened? And then they started listing all these things. I was on a call last week and they were just like, oh, we want to get into Comic-Con and we want to have like Twitch streamings that people can pay for. And we want to get media press. And I'm like, okay, so you want a logo. How is a logo going to help you get to all of that? Or just saying like, okay, so what do we really need in order to get you from where you are to that future vision of where you want to be? And are there any other possibilities for where your brand can go? And that's so much deeper than a logo. And once we start having these conversations about goals and where they want to go rather than where they are right now, they see that it's not just a logo, that we need to figure out a differentiation plan. We need, they need to work on their positioning. So I, we do work outside of the music industry if it appeals to us. So there was a, I had a call with a company who does virtual mystery parties. And I'm like, that's amazing. I've worked with the Agatha Christie estate. I've worked with Harper Collins working on like Death on the Nile and um, uh, Murder on the Orient Express a few years ago. So that like, I was just like, I will take this call. And so they, I'm like, okay, well, we need to figure out what makes you different than Hunt a Killer, which is another, you know, one of those, it's a box, but figuring out like what makes them different and how we can create branding that shows that they're different and really appeals to a certain type of person. The logo and the typeface and the colors are a part of that in shaping what we want other people to see, but there's so much more. There's messaging and there's the way we write is really also going to appeal to who we're talking to. So we need to figure out who you're talking to and, and all of the different touch points that we can create to create this tribe of people around your product. And they, they immediately were like, yeah, that's not just a logo. So once you start getting into goals, it really debunks that myth. And also talking about positioning, because I think that is, like you said, it's, it's one of the, the key components of Marty's in, in Marty's. It's not even a framework. It's just best practices for branding is differentiation positioning. And he wrote the whole book zag on, on just that one part, which is differentiation. What makes you different? And and it's not just your logo. Yes, your logo is going to be part of what makes you different. Your colors and your typefaces could be a very surprisingly different part of the experience, but it goes so much deeper than that. Yeah. We got to flip the way we're thinking right now and, and start thinking differently rather than like, we're just going to make shirts. It's, it's yeah. <laughs> like, it, it all, it depends on what the client needs. And sometimes they need the hero's journey. Sometimes they need to bring in an archetype or innovation bingo. So being flexible with it, but still making sure that, you know, for, for me with the brand strategy work that I do, it's figuring out that brand commitment matrix of, you know, who basically who are you as a company your what is your purpose what is your onlyness what are your 
values and aligning that to your customer and their identity and their aims and goals and their, the, the tribal mores, or basically their, what they, you know, the rules of the road for their tribe and just aligning all of that. But it takes, it sounds so simple, just those six things, but sometimes it takes a lot to get there. You've got, okay, who are we? Let's work on some archetypes. And then there's at the very end touch points. How are we gonna, how now, how, now that we know who we are and who you, who they are, how are we gonna bridge the gap? What, what experiences are we gonna create to create this community around your, around your purpose? Right. And that purpose is then is, is really uh, personified in the values. Mm-hmm. And that's where the connection is made in the values, you know, the aligning values between the customer or the tribe and what they believe in and, and, and want to happen in their lives and what, what the musician or the organization or the personality offers to them and helps and, and ultimately helps them become. Mm-hmm. So what do you tell somebody who says, hey, you know, we don't want to do branding, but we, we know we need to do marketing. What should we do first? Oh, you're putting me on the spot because I'm a brander. They need to do both. Let's, let's not kid ourselves. You need both. You've been listening to the Everybody Brands podcast with Brian Soy and Stephanie Owens from Gold Sheep Design. Join us next time when we answer the question, should you be doing marketing or branding or both? If this podcast helps you build a beloved brand and gain new customers, please open your podcast app and leave a five-star review so more people can discover and listen to the experts and insights we share every episode. Music from this episode is the track Wrong by Dan Hennig, found on youtube.com slash audio library slash music. Thanks for listening to the Everybody Brands podcast from Brian Soy. You can find more content like this at aspire.com and in the forthcoming book, Everybody Brands, how high-performing companies use storytelling to deepen customer relationships. In the meantime, look for books by Brian Soy on amazon.com and discover resources to help you build powerful brands that inspire and engage at aspire.com slash resources.